everyone. Welcome to the Value Inspiration podcast. My name is Ton Dobber and I'm the founder of Value Inspiration. The purpose of my company is to help business software companies rethink what can be to become remarkable again. The goal that I have in this podcast is to inspire new forms of value creation by sharing compelling ideas and stories about the potential that we can unlock when technology and people blend in the right way. So my strong belief is that we can think big and therefore we should. Doing so will help to create a better world for all of us. And this podcast is all about that. The guest on my podcast this week is Paul Toshima, CEO and co-founder of Nudge AI. The big idea is that your network is your net worth. If you're going to be successful in sales moving forward, you have to value relationships. You have to build them and grow them over time. And you have to use your network as a way to differentiate yourself against other sellers going for the same business. Nudge fundamentally calculates the strength of relationships that you have. We can be smart about the things we recommend you do on a day-by-day basis. We take that layer of relationship, what we call relationship intelligence, right? Who knows who and how well. The system helps bring those two data points together so you really get the best use of your company's network to get you into deals. And so uh, we're seeing companies generate hundreds of thousands or million dollars of pipeline very quickly because of that. This is Paul. He's the CEO and co-founder of Nuts AI, a relationship intelligence platform that augments sales professionals around the world to access new accounts, analyze deal risk, and measure account health. He's a successful technology executive who has run services, customer success, account management, support, and product management teams. Earlier in his career, Paul was part of Eloqua's executive team and helped lead the company from zero to 100 million in revenue, then through an IPO, and then through a successful acquisition by Oracle. The big idea behind Nudge is your network is your net worth. And that triggered me, hence I invited Paul to my podcast. During our interview, we explore how technologies such as AI can play a significant role to increase the impact salespeople can make by intelligently augmenting them, and how it can augment sales management by making CRM data smarter so they can optimize forecasting predictions and also their ability to coach their team. Last but not least, we address why today's generation CRM tools are inadequate, especially around this core principle, the R of relationships. By listening to this interview, you will learn three things. Firstly, how big impact can be created by rethinking business software's ability to change behaviors of users. Secondly, why it's key to not only understand the breadth of your networks, but more importantly, also the strength of each connection within it. And thirdly, that success is not so much about the problem you solve, but about the size of the problem you solve. If you want to create big impact, tackle a big problem. So Paul, to get the podcast started, can you introduce yourself to the audience and explain a little bit about what drove you to start Nudge.ai? My name is Paul Tashima. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Nudge.ai. I am a a two-time entrepreneur. So my first uh, startup, I was part of the founding team of a company called Eloqua, which I started in 2000. And then it was in the marketing automation space. And we sold that to Oracle after going IPO in 2013. Um, So it was a great success. And then we moved on and I started Nudge with my co-founder, Steve Woods, to instead of focusing on marketing, we wanted to focus on sales and relationships. And that's what Nudge is focused on today. So so why did you shift from marketing and move towards the sales side? 
Yeah. So, so I think over those 13 years, we work with a lot of marketing and sales executives. And what we saw was time and time again, that it was the trusted relationship between the salesperson and the customer that was critical in getting a deal done. And that the best salespeople had an incredible, did an incredible job at nurturing and managing their own network. Yeah. And so we wanted to build technology to help more professionals do that uh, in their career. So what do you think is broken? Why is it so hard for, well, to reach that, that stage? I think the, the fundamental issue today, which is different than before, is that people have all these digital connections that follow them around, and, and it's, they're growing. So you may have a couple thousand people connected to on LinkedIn. You may have several thousand followers on Twitter. You have a bunch of digital contacts that stay in your Gmail account or Outlook. And so... The hard thing for the uh, person is that who do you pay attention to? Who do you stay in touch with? It's not easy. The theory by Robin Dunbar is that the human mind can only really manage 150 strong relationships. Yeah. And so how do you actually stay in touch with the right people over your career, over your job to really maximize your success? And I think that's the problem. So what is the big idea behind Nudge? So the big idea is that Your network is your net worth. And as a sales professional, if 84% of all buying processes start with referral, if you don't nurture and manage the right relationships to get into a deal, you're only going for the remaining 16%. And Mm. so if you're going to be successful in sales moving forward, you have to value relationships. You have to build them and grow them over time. And you have to use your network as a way to differentiate yourself against other sellers going for the same business. Exactly. Yeah, that's indeed. Uh, that's, well, it's, it's a fascinating statement. Your network is your net worth. I like that. So, so what is what is Nudge exactly doing? Can you describe it in, in one or two sentences? So, Nudge fundamentally calculates the strength of relationships that you have by tying into email, calendar, and phone. So you don't have to log anything. You have to do anything. But we'll figure out which relationships are strong, which are medium, which are weak, and which ones are growing and which ones are decaying. And because of that, we can be smart about the things we recommend you do on a day-by-day basis. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it in, in, in work myself uh, by now that uh, suddenly certain things pop up which are magically the, the right things indeed to focus on. So I, I realize it's true. <laughs> so what is the opportunity? And what, have, what have you seen with customers so far that have started to use this in terms of, of, of impact or, or change in, in behavior or, or performance? Yeah, so, so I think there's, there's a bunch of things we've seen with customers. So today, what we do with Nudge is we take that layer of relationship, what we call relationship intelligence, right? Who knows who and how well. Mm-hmm. And we layer it across every stage of the customer lifecycle, you know, prospecting, pipeline, and then customer success. And so what we've seen happen is, is a couple things. In, in terms of new business, a, a very simple example is a company may sign up, they're bring on their board of directors onto the platform and their executive team and realize that one of their board members has access to a couple of accounts they've been trying to get into and just ask them for a referral. And board members always want to help with sales, but they're busy. They can't spend time going through your entire pipeline and figure out who they know. And so the system helps bring those two data points together so you really get the best use of your company's network to get you into deals. And so uh, we're seeing companies generate hundreds of thousands or million dollars of pipeline very quickly because of that. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine that. That's, um, that it's all about that moment and that momentum and uh, not overwhelming people with this. 
So the moment that uh, there's trust in the system and it's, it provides the right advice at the right moment, then these things will come together. I agree. Yes. Yeah. So when you when you sold your previous company and you started uh, Nudge, can you explain a little bit the journey of, of the aha moment when you found the idea to where you are today? What were the, the key moments? You know, I think I think we're still experiencing some of them, but because there's it's usually multiple things. But I think the first was this idea that people, the best part of business is the relationships you build. So in other words, if you think back across your career and some of the best moments involve people, right? People that you work with, people that you had challenges with, that you overcame. And so when we started playing around with the product in the early days, and we would say recommend to a beta tester, here's someone you've lost touch with. Would you like to, you know, and here's something that happened in their lives. They loved it. They thought, wow, it's so great. Like I totally want to get in touch with them. I just forget. I'm so busy. And so this sort of emotional connection to the people that you've worked with or, or have had great moments with is there. And then the second was this idea that, you know, when you, when you understand who you have good relationships with and who you don't, it becomes very clear in terms of the types of the things you need to do to get better. So, you know, for us, one of the things that we always believe in is that you should always be nurturing and growing your network as a sales professional. And so we have over 20,000 users on the platform today who are doing that and, and helping their own career by being strong and focused on the right people. So that was another big moment was when people realized, wow, this, this AI can help me be my, almost like a, a personal EA to prioritize my time because it's the one thing you don't have you know, unlimited amount of, right? You don't have sure. so much time in the day. So we can tell you the right people to nudge. One of the aha moments was that it doesn't take very many nudges a day to make a big difference in the long term. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting name for your company as well, Nudge, because that's exactly what it is. Yes. <laughs> so, well, I mean, like it always is going with innovation. You get your big idea, uh, you start working on it, and then suddenly it starts to it starts to grow and it starts to go into different directions. What were those 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 tough moments you had, or those ma- magic moments where you had to make yeah, a decision that that appeared to be the right one. Have you have you have any, any of those decisions yet? We have. We've had a bunch of them. Uh, you know, I'm lucky because my partner Steve Woods is a brilliant technologist, and so uh-huh. he makes some hard decisions that I don't always agree with, but they're the right ones down the road usually. So, for example, at the beginning when we were building this, we said, you know, do we integrate with LinkedIn because LinkedIn is the business network today, right? Everyone has a profile on LinkedIn. Yeah. And what we said was, you know what, LinkedIn doesn't have a very friendly partner program. If we do that, we're going to bank our success on their letting us use that data forever. And sure enough, so we did the hard, the hard step of building out our own data model, building out our own way to track who people are. And although challenging, it's paid off because partners with LinkedIn who built on their model are now, you know, slowly being shut down because uh-huh. LinkedIn doesn't want you to use their data that way. The second thing we said is that we think that the idea of the strength of relationships is really important, not just who people are and what they're doing. And, and at the start, you know, people didn't even understand like, why that would be important. They think, oh, I know who I know, and, and you don't need to tell me that, or how would you even be able to do that in an accurate way? And now that we're, you know, we track about 15 million business relationships on the platform today, it's become the most important thing we do and the most differentiated thing for us. Yeah, that's where the, the volume of the data starts to work for you again. So now yes. I also understand why, why it's, it's a key aspect of Nudge that you have to work with collaborators and that the collaborator aspect is about 
giving access to your network, which is where the, the person then shares their network, which could be a LinkedIn network. So rather than going to LinkedIn itself, you, you're taking it sort of out or you're using it in a different way, so to say. Correct? Yeah, the collaboration is this idea of saying that you and I uh, can share our networks, but not just the network, but the strength of the connections, right? Which is the thing LinkedIn doesn't have. And so I can see not just who you are connected to, but who you actually know well, which allows me to work with you in a much more effective way, right? If, if I'm trying to get into talk to a person and I see you have a strong relationship, when I ask you, hey, could you help me out with so-and-so, with, you know, Bob, you're like, of course. I just talked with Bob last week. Bob's great. I'm happy to help you out. But on LinkedIn, what often happens is you're like, hmm, I met Bob at an event a while ago. We got connected after, but I don't really know him that well. Yeah. And so it takes a long time to figure that out. And then you don't always get a referral and just yeah, slows exactly. things down. Yeah. Because yeah. LinkedIn doesn't, doesn't track that level of, uh, of interaction. And That's right. The interaction, of course, happens through very, well, a variety of, of media. For example, email. Yeah, email, awesome. meetings, social, they're all there, but you're right. It's, it's not just being connected that's important. Yeah, that's right. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, from, from the, the, the challenge, I mean, how, did you start to use artificial intelligence from the beginning? Yeah, we had a data science team from the beginning. I think at the start it wasn't probably as sexy as it is now where everyone's an AI company. But yeah, we, we, we use it, to, the machine learning, to really understand the insights and things that are around people and whether they're relevant. Yeah, so, true. you know, if you sign up for Google News Alerts on all the accounts you're trying to sell to, you'll get thousands of Google News Alerts every day if they're big companies, right? Yeah. Where AI can tell you the three things that are important based on what's, what actually is news about something that helps you sell and then how strong your relationship or is not with someone. And that whole thing lets you be really actionable with your insights. Yeah, yeah. That 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 also brings me to well, it, I think the AI is really the help that it's it actually as your PA, as your coach or your mentor, which is typically hiding things for you and bring them up, bringing them up in the right way. On your website, it says intelligence without adoption. So what does that mean? Is that exactly is that capturing that message in in three words? Uh, yeah, I think there's two aspects to it. There's one where as an end user, we're trying to do more and more of the work behind the scenes and send you like little notes, little tidbits. Yeah. So you don't have to learn the product. You don't have to learn a new product. The second is one aspect of our value prop for larger customers is that we can provide analytics and management without the end user using Nudge. Like they don't have to use it on a day-by-day -day basis. We can just track and understand the relationships they're building and, and then give sales management an understanding of which deals are progressing well and which deals are not progressing well. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, deals are done because you build relationships and trust with the customer. And so if we can show that some deals are, are trending well and some deals are not, then the sales management can spend time with the reps helping them on the deals that they're struggling with. Yeah, that's exactly uh, always the, the issue for management to have a good understanding of what, what the pipeline really is. And if you look at, for example, a CRM database, take a Salesforce or a Microsoft CRM, I mean, it could be that status information has been updated or possibly it's, it, it looks like it's updated, but it's not. But I think a very good way for management to understand what sales really is doing is to follow what the, what the interaction really is all about. And yes, if, absolutely. If the pipeline and there's been no connection for the last three, three weeks, months, or possibly longer, it says something about the quality of it. That's an interesting one. So what do you believe is the, beyond the fact that you're 
really helping a sales professional. Do you see a, a broader value for companies beyond beyond that fact? Yeah, I think it goes back to the first statement of your network is your net worth, right? I mean, think about different aspects of your business. Think about hiring, for example. Everyone knows the best hires typically are referrals from from hardworking, smart, successful current employees, right? And so if you had to go find a new person in finance or development and you could look at your company's network and say, oh, you know, Sally knows someone great as an engineer at this company, we should ask her for a referral. Um, It'd be very helpful in a hiring scenario. So this idea of that relationships in a business are what helps it grow, whether it's more directly like sales or more indirectly like people, like hiring, there's lots of opportunity to, to, for the company to use this relationship intelligence to help be, to be successful, not just sales. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, what I also like about it is the, well, it's definitely the, the collaborator aspect of it, well, within a company or even outside a company, but typically what you see, and I mean, I come from a company that was approximately 4,000 people. The sales don't talk to each other. I mean, they, they work on their own deals and they, it's very hard to, to get cross-sales going. It's very hard to get collaboration going on specific deals that, that could be won together. I think this is an aspect of that as well, right? Yes. In larger companies that have multiple divisions or multiple product lines, yeah. the ability to even just, whether you work together or not, but just be aware <laughs> even, hey, yeah. let's not look stupid here and call on this account and not even be aware because the customer may be aware and they're maybe happy about it. And, and so this idea of providing that visibility for better collaboration across the business, yeah. I think is something that every company, large company, is starting to look at right now. Yeah, I mean, it's as simple as that. Because sometimes people are sitting two desks next to you and you simply don't know. Yes. Because it's at the end their deal, you know, and you're, the, you're always also a possible competitor. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I really like that aspect of augmentation of people. And uh, this is a very good example of how, how sales can be augmented in order to make a larger impact. I was speaking to Adam Martel from Gravity. Maybe you know him. He is building a solution that is helping frontline fundraisers to, to revolutionize that process, which was starting sort of the similar way you described in the beginning. Too many people to focus on donors in this case, and therefore leaving out a lot of opportunity. And the AI that he's built is indeed also giving the, the fundraiser the right nudge or the right information about to reach, well, to reach out to donors to get, to get money going. And he was, he was talking about the fact that products like, like a Salesforce, Microsoft CRM, and so on, have been long for a long time, but they actually inhibit success rather than create success, simply because they, but what he, he calls it, they're a, a cup that holds the water. And yeah, I think both your examples are about using that cup that holds the water uh, to use this fuel to, to ignite something, uh, something bigger. And you're doing it actually with more products than just CRM. Because the more products you connect to, to Nudge, the better it starts to, uh, to work for you, right? Yes, I think this idea that uh, CRM, although important, is, is really to this date only been about record management, right? Customer exactly. record management. Exactly. And we think the next generation is will move to relationships. And that means it has to be a much more of a living, breathing system than just hands-on keyboard typing in better data, right? And so um, I think I would agree with his philosophy. And I, I think... You know, fundraising and donors is actually a huge opportunity for, for understanding relationships and the right moment to nudge someone because something happened in their lives and uh, all the best to them. Exactly. 
did you out of the process of the of creating this uh, this product did you get any surprising byproducts that has the potential to start something additional i think we've 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 haven't gotten a totally separate product because we're really focused on what we want to do but i think we've learned that analytics it's not just about providing the end user nudges in terms of what to do it's actually about providing analytics to the management team as well so yeah. that's probably the newest thing we've added on over the last six to eight months is making sure that the data in crm is smarter so that they can use it for forecasting or coaching or predictive models or whatever they want to do true yeah exactly yeah it's always uh, i mean i remember always those those board meetings in, in my old company that were for example in september or august everything looked, looked well and two weeks later in september suddenly quarter forward not going to be made anymore and that says something about the guy the quality of the data Possibly also uh, how it's manipulated. This is helping that manipulation to go. From all the deals, or from all the, the work that you've done in the in the field, what has made you most proud? What customer anecdote? I mean, I think you know what, what's made me most proud is 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 just helping salespeople build better relationships. You know, we have a large customer out of the Texas, the U.S., with almost a thousand reps and. You know, the idea that we can bring AI to a 30-year-old company yeah. with a lot of people in the field and add some value is, is, and have them spend more time building relationships versus doing research and, and back-end work yeah. is, is absolutely the thing I'm most proud of. Because at the end of the day, it's all about relationships. Business is done through relationships. And the more we can let salespeople be human, yeah. the better they'll do. Exactly. That's, that's something I've heard a couple of times now in my podcast, which is an interesting one in itself. But the funny thing is also, and I, uh, I, I wrote something in my, in my weekly newsletter last week, that with the, I think I see, I see a transition where initially it was all about enterprise solutions that go process to, well, end-to-end -to, -end to process, end-to-end -end process uh, across all departments and so on. It's now much more targeting individual roles and a, a person in a company that you're creating your solution for rather than the company itself. Do you see that as well, that it is more important to target the individual rather than creating a, an enterprise platform? In terms of our go-to-market, you mean? Yeah, yeah I, I think that a lot of enterprise solutions are taking what's called a product-led go-to-market. I think IDC reported that 51% of all enterprise software start with an end user these days. Yeah. And so this idea that, yes, you still need to sell in high and, and get buy-in if you're going to do an enterprise software deal, but it's great when you have 10 or 15 users using a product and getting some value as well. Yeah. And it really differentiates you, right? It's like, oh, my team is using part of this. I should take this call from Paul or whoever and listen to them. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's, it starts with that, but it's typically, um, yeah, the, the individual adoption that, uh, that takes this to the next level. So out of all the key lessons learned from developing or from go-to-market uh, or from how to, how to best use solutions like this, what are the tidbits of, of wisdom that you've gained and what advice would you give a CEO of a company? I think the first is, is, is that, you know, it's really building a company is very, very hard. And so uh, you really want to be thoughtful about the type of problem you're trying to solve and how you're trying to solve it. And what I mean by that is if you want to build a big company, if you want to do something big, you really got to try and tackle a big problem because if you tackle a small problem, Yes, you can get the product market fit quickly, but it's going to be hard to differentiate in the long run. Yeah, true. And then, and then the second is, is that if you're going to do that, your first hires are super critical to get right. You don't have a lot of wiggle room. You can't 
you know, hired 15 people and fired five and be successful at this early stage. So take your time, get the right people on board and make sure that you are continually focused on solving that big problem. I think you can be successful. Valuable advice. So what is next for, uh, for Nudge? What is next for you? Well, we're an exciting time because we're, you know, we're driving sales, we're driving customer value, uh, we're hiring. So for us, it's, it's now about continuing to drive more, more customer value, yeah. um, learning how to scale the business. And because we have both a revenue stream that's you know, self-service where someone can come on and sign up with a credit card, and then we have a, a revenue stream that's led by sales, we have to kind of manage both models at the same time and be mindful of where we're putting our dollars. It's not just as simple as drive as much sales as possible. It's actually a combination of make the product and onboarding as self-service as possible and at the same time get larger customers. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, pretty understandable in the, in the stage where you are today. So if you could use the audience of this podcast and you could ask them something, what would be your big ask? I think my big ask would be, you know, how do you today nurture and manage your network? And, and, and if you found a way to do it, that's helpful. We'd love to learn about it. You know, some people have things like once a month, I do a coffee with someone that I haven't t- talked with in a year. Some people use social a lot and they really are LinkedIn and Twitter focused. It just, yeah. I, I love to learn more best practices about how people nurture and manage their network. Exactly. Yeah. And then there is of course the idea of uh, what, what out of that, what time could be saved for you in order to, uh, to get to do even more of that. Cool. So where can people go if they want to find out more about you and say hello, connect with you? So you can always find me on LinkedIn at, at uh, Paul Tashima, T-E-S-H-I-M-A. I, I'm actually pretty good about accepting connection requests if I get a reasonably personalized invite with the right reasons. Two, uh, you can always find out more about the business at nudge.ai. All clear. So thank you, Paul. This was really inspiring. And I truly believe that this is the next thing that sales should, should really pay attention to. So thanks. Thank uh, you, John. Thank we'll you for having me on your show. The pleasure was likewise, Paul. And for everybody else that's listening today, thank you for tuning into this podcast. I had the honor to speak to Paul Tashima, co-founder and CEO of Nuts.ai. The goal of this podcast is to share compelling ideas and showcases to inspire what can be when technology and people blend in the right way. It's my strong belief that too much focus is put on automating people out of a process, in other words, cutting costs, rather than scenarios where the unique strength of people are augmented with technology to change the established rules and to deliver a value that was unimaginable before. So with this podcast, I want to make a contribution to change this, to create a broader awareness of what can be, to accelerate the adoption by bringing together you, a tribe of like-minded people and organizations, And lastly, to accelerate the initiatives and solutions that could be created because one idea inspires the other. So if you know about stories that are worth sharing, please send me a message. Building the momentum all starts with revealing the ideas, and that starts with you. If you want to have more information, read my blogs, or obtain information on working with me, just visit me on my website, valueinspiration.com. Thank you for tuning in. And you could do me a big favor by rating the podcast or provide me with your feedback. I'll see you shortly in a new episode. You've got questions, we've got answers. 
business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.